entrepreneurs so on born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here today. We are live from Half Coast Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you to Half Coast for this amazing setup and for sponsoring the show. If you are looking to start or take your current podcast to the next level, then you definitely need to come check these guys out. Contact them today for a free consultation. If you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. We would love for you to share this on social media by tagging me, and this way we can get this incredible content out to more people. Today we have another great episode lined up for you today. He and I originally met last year through Mike Claudio and the WinRate Consulting Group. He's also a member of Apex, which a lot of our guests have been and now a coach over at WinRate Consulting as well. My guest today is Bill Baker. Bill is the CEO at Relentless Carpentry and Surface Solutions in Mokina, Illinois. Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Man, I'm excited about this episode. I know I was on your podcast uh, a little over, um, probably, I guess it was actually two months ago to the date, because I remember we were doing it on Cinco de Mayo, and we were joking about <laughs> right. that. So two right. months ago, so I appreciate you having me on your show, and excited to uh, to have you walk through our entrepreneur process here. Um, so for all of our guests, we like to take and compare the entrepreneurial journey of our guests to that of the beer brewing process, uh, hence the name Entrepreneur. So uh, Bill, as we get started into the history behind you know, obviously every beer having a reason behind why it's getting brewed. Tell us where you're at right now and we'll kind of work our way back from there. <laughs> so right now we got a lot of, a lot of moving parts, uh, a lot of things going on right now. Like I was explaining to you just before we got started, um, I was going from four different spots down to two. Um, we have been in the process of that for the last two, three weeks. Um, just shifting everything, you know, from warehousing, from showrooms, getting a new office set up for me here. Um, but it's going good, um, with surface solutions. Um, you know, we just finished my eighth month of being involved in that company. Um, I purchased that company, uh, eight months ago, um, or nine months ago, something like that. And, uh, and then with relentless, uh, that was, you know, we, we kind of consider that my baby. That was one that I started from the ground up, um, just over six years ago. Um, and that was kind of like my starting point. That was really my first win, um, in life, you know, because I had tried to start businesses since I was 16, you know, when I was 16 years old, I was working at a lawnmower repair shop and I started a business trying to cut grass. And then it just a lot of trial and error over the time. Um, and you know, it just, uh, it finally kicked off for me in my thirties and here we are. So that, that's awesome, man. And, and I know as, as I was talking before, and obviously you're a coach now at win rate, uh, your Forbes business council as well. So you got a lot of exciting things going on. Um, talk to the audience a little bit about how you, you know, really, I think at this point are able to kind of like really manage your time and get everything done that you do. I think that that's just in and of itself, a pretty amazing feat. Yeah. I mean, that's still something that I, that I struggle with, you know, I, I don't want to sit back and say that I've perfected it and every minute of time is accounted for, um, with a hundred percent, you know, um, focus, but, um, it's a, it's a process, right? Like we're all, we're always working on it. We're always trying to be better. Obviously I'm better than I was a month ago, 12 months ago, two years ago. 
Um, so it's something I constantly am trying to work on as I continue to take on more endeavors. You know, I had, um, prior to this year, I had another business. So I had like three active businesses going on. I was just getting into coaching. I was just starting to write a book. I was just starting to do these things, you know, self-development, self-growth. And, um, it was a lot. Um, so I actually ended up exiting one of the businesses and condensing some things here and just kind of trying to time block. I'm not the most organized guy and Michael tell you, you know, I'm not always organized or prepared, but I show up and do my best every time. And, uh, what I do, I just, I, I day block more than I time block. Um, it's hard for me to really get down to like every 30 minutes or every hour commit to doing these certain things just because I get pulled all over the place sometimes. And as I start to get out of my business more, that'll get easier. Um, but me kind of doing a couple different things within one of my businesses, you know, sometimes I have to get called to a job site or a sales call or somebody needs help. Uh, you know, with having multiple things going on, I'm just kind of pulled around. So I'm still trying to perfect that, but um, you know, I, I set, I work certain hours in the day, set certain days for certain things. So I know like Tuesdays and Thursdays are my coaching days, whether it's my coaching calls where I'm being coached or I'm coaching other people, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my days. And then I have every other day in between to focus on the business. Um, so that's kind of how I'm doing it right now. No, that, that's awesome. I like how you say that the, the day block versus time block. Cause I think a lot of people that are, that are listening to this are, are probably in a similar situation where Maybe they, maybe it's not that they have multiple businesses, but they wear multiple hats with inside their business. And so yes. if you're yeah. able, if you're able to block it out in that aspect, I think it's, it's really interesting to, to take a look at it, doing it that way. Yeah. I just try to like bulk, bulk block, you know, I'm just, I'm a very simple person. I learn, you know, I, and I analyze things differently than maybe other people, um, so for me to really get that granular down to every 30 minute or hour time blocking, while some people might be awesome at that and they need that structure, I'm a little more liquid where it's like, I could be doing something in an hour from now that I didn't even plan on doing. I just get ideas in my head, man. I'm a visionary. I'm always thinking of new things and I'm always just go, go, go. Um, and I don't necessarily like to be locked down to like, well, this hour I have to do this, this hour I have to do this. If I can get into my day, I'll be happy. Yeah, no, that that's awesome. I think I think you're definitely not alone there at all. That's that's definitely a common <laughs> right. place to to be. So as we transition over to the ingredients portion uh, within the entrepreneurial journey, uh, obviously comparing it to, to great beers, great beers are made from great ingredients. What are three things that have made you successful in your journey thus far? Three things that have made me successful. I would say being relentless. Go figure. <laughs> Never quitting. Not giving up. You know. Yep. Um, uh, just, just that pure passion and drive and, and love for what I do um, just keeps me going every day. Um, and then another thing would just be when I first got started, I didn't know everything when I first got started, but one thing I did realize was having a why behind why I was going to do this business and why I was going to succeed this time because I had tried probably 20 other times throughout my teens and twenties to start a business and it just didn't work. And then I, I, I still wasn't much of a reader um, six, seven, eight years ago, but I had read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I don't know why that was the only book. I think I read it twice in my 20s, um, very slowly too, by the way. I did not get through this book in like a week or two weeks. It probably took me a year to get through this book. I just was not a reader. Um, 
and I don't know where it came from, but defining what my why was, was another thing that in the beginning, that's what got me started. That's what kept the engines running and then just being relentless with it because, you know, I had a uh, fiance at the time, not wife. We had a, I had a fiance, we had a couple kids, um, kind of worked backwards. You know, we had the kids first, <laughs> but, uh, that, that was kind of like my driving force. Why? Um, and then some years later, what helped kind of fuel that fire even more was just kind of finding what my purpose was and like, what am I going after? I knew why I had to succeed. I knew why I had to make money. I knew why I had to make it work this time and not fail. But for, for five years, I didn't know what I was going after. All I knew was I needed to make money today. I need to make money this week, you know? Um, and here's how much money I need to make, but I didn't know. I just didn't know the, the reverse engineering of it, you know, starting at the end of something I am really passionate about now. And that's what I'm teaching to not only clients, but everybody I run into that seems to have struggles with their business as far as like, they don't know why they're doing what they're doing. And um, a big thing for me is just really defining what your purpose is. What are you going after? What's your end game? Are you trying to sell your business? Are you trying to retire at 50? Are you trying to make a million dollars a year? Like, what is it that you're after? And just putting down my dream list of homes, cars, boats, you know, just being greedy as shit, um, everything I want, you know, and putting it down, putting a dollar amount to it and, and just realizing what I'm going after instead of just going after like an endless, you know, road. So I would say it's, it's, it's those few things, you know, just the, the relentless drive I have having my why in the beginning to get me through until I eventually found out what the purpose was. And then those three things are the three things that really stand out to me as to why I'm successful this time and still successful. <laughs> no, that that's powerful. I think, uh, you know, for the audience that's listening, you know, you mentioned like, this is, this is what worked this time. And he, he's not, you know, an overnight success by, uh, oh. by, by your typical standard of what people think. Right? right. And, and he owns that and knows that, Hey, he wasn't successful in the past, but maybe he didn't know his why or he didn't know his purpose and yeah. his mission and things like that. So, you know, uh, kudos to you, obviously, for getting there. And I really like how you mentioned that with everybody you talk to, you have those conversations. Because I think it's very powerful. The more conversations that you have, you're able to obviously pull information out of people and things like that. But you get more connected with your why and your purpose the more you talk about it. So the more, yep. It's it's more. You know, when I when I do my podcast or when, I, when I'm on other podcasts or just coaching clients, whatever it is, when I'm having these conversations, it's not always just for the listener of me. It's, you know, even on my own podcast, I'm delivering a message to try to help other people. But at the same time. I'm not only delivering the message, I'm also receiving my own message, you know, as, as weird as that might sound, but um, it's also a help to me. And even the process of, of writing my book, you know, going through it's, it's a really humbling experience because, and the reason I wanted to write the book was because I wanted to tell my story. I wanted to let everyone know like, Hey, I didn't just like start this business and I made it and all of a sudden I'm rich and all this stuff. You know, it took a lot of years. I spent a lot of money, wasted a lot of time. And just reliving the stuff because I'm just, I go through my whole life in the book. So kind of like reliving these moments that really defined who I am today, you know, fails beyond belief where it's just humbling because, you know, I, I might take it for granted. We're like, well, like uh, I can do whatever I want now. 
but I, then I, by writing this and rereading it, I realized what I came from. I came from nothing. You know, we didn't have money. We didn't have anything. So um, it's really humbling to pour into people and just kind of like learn a little bit myself by just speaking it out loud too. No, that that's awesome. I think that as you mentioned, like sometimes it is that selfish uh, part in the podcast where you're like, I'm just as excited as the audience is going to be because yeah. I get to learn more and I get to pour more out, more out and and go back and relive things. Um, you know, talking about writing uh, a book and things like that, which I think is phenomenal. Um, so so kudos to you again on on that. Uh, that's that's going to be exciting, man. I'm I'm really pumped for you. Yeah. The, uh, the, the next aspect that we like to talk about in here is the brewing process. So kind of going over some of the things we were just <laughs> discussing, obviously great beer doesn't happen overnight. Talk to us about some of the ups and the downs that might have defined your journey and gotten you to where you're at today. <laughs> well, <laughs> how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of that. Um, throughout, like I said, in my twenties, I was, I was jumped from tr- jumping from job to job you know, same category of work. You know, I wasn't like baking bread and then like, you know, working on cars and doing it, you know, I stuck with the trades, um, but I've been with everything and I, I took a little bit from each thing and I constantly am trying to learn and take a little bit from every company I worked for, whether it's how they ran their business or just learning hands-on things um, to continue to grow. And then I would feel like I learned enough where I was like, oh, I can do this on my own now. I learned this. I felt like I was missing this. Yep. And now I just learned it. Let's start a business. Flop. Okay. All right. Let's get another job. All right. Got another job. Learned something new. I'm like, oh, okay. That's where I missed. Okay. Let's start the business again. So there's just constant trial and errors for me, really. Um, a lot of fails. You know, when I started business uh, just over six years ago, there, there was, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't, I'm not a, I wasn't a business guy. I was a carpenter. You know, I was just, just a dumb carpenter. I like to refer to it as like, I know numbers, I know how to measure and cut. Um, but you know, I, I, there's a lot of hiccups along the way as far as like proper paperwork and proper insurances and, and things like that, that I just wasn't aware of. And, uh, my first year in business, I didn't understand how 1099 works. And I was paying like guys on the side, just company checks, like, Oh, here's 10,000 EU, 5,000 EU at the end of the year. Uh, my insurance guy came back and he's like, or accountant, someone, oh, do you have the W-9s and the work comps for these people? I was like, oh, no. Okay, well, if you don't have that, then you need to pay them as an employee. And I had to, I had to pay like nine grand out of my own pocket to cover their taxes or their work comp that they didn't have, the work comp, yeah, um, which was a hit my first year in business, you know, to pay nine grand on top of already bills I was not used to paying. Um, so that was a struggle to get through just learning things along the way. Unfortunately, there was, you know, many negative learning experiences. Well, I mean, positive takeaways, but things that really kept trying to keep me down, you know, getting hit with these large bills, getting, you know, injuries on a job, things like that. Um, but there's so many, there's so many different things that were up and down, you know, and, it's really what defines you is how you continue to push through that stuff. You know, if you, if I just let it keep me down, like, Oh, I owe nine grand. Oh, this guy, you know, broke the bumper on the car. And if I just curled up and was like, I can't, I can't do this, you know, that's, then I fail. Um, but what really kept me driving was, you know, my why and figuring out what my passion was and purpose. Um, and it got me through it. 
you know, getting through those tough times is really what's going to make you and define you. So as long as you just keep pushing through it, no matter what happens, no matter what's up and down, tomorrow's a better day, you know, tomorrow's another, a new day. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's great. I, I like how you kind of summed it up as like, if, if you, you only fail, if you don't get back up, if you go into that shell and you say, all right, I'm done with it. If you learn from it, whether it was a positive or a negative experience and you took it and you, you became better from it, that's where, that's where the growth happens. And that's where ultimately like those lessons that like you didn't learn all of this stuff today that you probably also hadn't learned along the way. It just all came together and came to a spot where obviously you're at today versus maybe where you had a setback or a failure in the past. So I really like how you talk about that. The, right. uh, the next part, like we would like to talk about mm -hmm. is the fermentation and conditioning. So this is the part of the process where you wait to see the final result of what a beer tastes like and figure out what needs to be changed in order to get better. What is the biggest lesson that you've learned and would share with someone that's an entrepreneur looking to save them years worth of mistakes? <laughs> Something that I've learned. <laughs> I mean, like I've already kind of, I mean, there's, there's kind of like a, there's an anthem here. Kind of yep. what I keep touching back on is really thing. figuring out what your purpose is. Get yep. your why and your purpose figured out. And that's really going to be the driving force behind, be, behind everything you do every day. Um, without that, I mean, I used to be a quitter, you know, throughout my teens, and my twenties, when things got hard, even just a little bit hard, I quit I'm like walk away. Fuck this too hard. And as soon as you put some, a little bit of why behind it, like a strong, like mine was my family and my kids. Like I can't let them down because I let myself down years and years and years. And I didn't care because I'll, I know I could pick myself back up. I know I'll be fine. I know that I'll eat. I'll, I'll have somewhere to be, um, but once you put a passion enough why behind what you're doing is when you're going to stop finding excuses to quit, stop giving up, stop not caring. Um, so really, I mean, the biggest thing for me, and I'm just going to keep like hammer at home is like define your purpose, figure out what you want. Um, you know, like we saw in uh, Dallas a month or so ago with David Goggins, mm -hmm. one guy said, Hey, I need some help. And he's like, well, what do you want? He's like, I don't know. He said, well, then how am I supposed to help you if you don't know what you want? You know, and that's the thing, like figure out what you want, what's your end game, start at the end and reverse it. And that's probably the, the best advice I can give to anybody. And I constantly, I say this probably every day when people come to me for advice or just in conversation and they're feeling lost or feeling like they don't know what they're doing, whether it's in business or in a relationship or in life, you know, everything ultimately runs like a machine. So once you have a purpose of that machine, you know why you're going to keep it oiled, you know, why it's always, gonna, you always want that to stay smooth running. So, you know, I'll say it again, define the purpose, get your why, and that will literally get you through everything, tough times, good times, and continue to grow. And really expand your mind a little bit, because when you think about it, like I'm content, I have a house, I have my truck, I have a nice life. Do I want more? Of course. Do I want to be greedy? Of course. I want lake houses. I want <laughs> boats. I want all these cars. Like I want all this stuff, you know, and I want to take vacations. We want to take trips. And people say to me like, well, you know, people that older, older people, sorry, older people, if you're offended, but like parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles, they're like, you know, we couldn't take vacations when we were, your, when we were your age, you should just save your money right now. And you can, 
take trips when you're older and your fifties and the kids are growing up. I'm like, why would I want to do that? I want to live life now because I can, I can make more money. I can't make more time. So define the purpose and know what you're going after. And that'll get you through literally life. Ah, that's a, that's a great piece of advice. So everybody listen purpose. And yeah. I like what, I like what you also said is you can go make more money, but you can't go make more time. And right. that's what, that's what people tend to put off. And so take advantage of it now, make, make it happen now. Don't put it off. Don't put it yeah. off. Exactly. And so the last part that we'll go through right here in the entrepreneur process is distribution. So obviously within beer, that's taking the beer to market and selling it. So I know we talked about a lot of exciting things you have going on, but what is next? What is the future looking like over the next year, couple of years for Bill? Oh, it's ever changing, man. It's, you know, a year ago, I would not have thought I'm where I'm at today. You know, I never would have thought I was going to write a book. I never thought I would be a coach to anybody. Um, I didn't think I would have a countertop business a year ago, 12 months from now or 12 months ago. I, I thought I was going to have a carpentry business and a flooring business. And my goal 12 months ago was to grow those as big as I could. Um, and then I left the flooring business and I bought a countertop business and became a coach and I wrote a book and I'm like, this all happened like <laughs> within the last 12 months. So, um, you know, it's really, there's a lot going on. Um, there's a lot of moving parts. Every, everything's constantly changing, but you know, where we look to go with everything is to just kind of, we're looking to take over the market, basically looking to take this countertop business because it was a successful countertop business prior to me, but it needed a lot of work. It needed a restructure. It needed rebranding. It needed, it just needed a lot of work. Let's put it that way. And it's taken a lot of time and a lot of money in the last seven, eight months already to get it to where it's a little more respectable of a business and company um, and a brand. So we're in the process of just dialing everything in and there's competitors all around us that I'm sorry, but we're coming after you. We're, we're coming after everyone. Um, and we want to be the best uh, countertop cabinet supplier in the area. And I'm not going to stop until we become that. Um, so I'm, I'm looking to take this into uh, a cumulative between the two businesses, $10 million a year revenue generating businesses. So we're doing maybe a third of that right now, um, maybe a little more, um, but we're getting there. And that's, that's where we're going. We're going nowhere but up. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no doubt in my mind, you guys are going to make that happen. I'm, I'm super excited to, to see you grow, see those businesses grow, and uh, see, what, see what you have coming next. I, I think a, a lot of times it is crazy to think about, like you mentioned, that you would have never thought 12 months ago you'd be where you're at today. Just imagine what that looks like 12 months from now sitting right here. going to be pretty cool. Right. It doesn't seem that far away, but so much can happen in 12 months in the last 12 months. I couldn't believe that happened, but 12 months prior to that, um, you know, two years ago, I wasn't a part of apex. I didn't know you didn't know anybody. Um, I was lost, you know, so like a year and a half ago, two years, I was lost. I was a lost puppy. I was doing well in business, but I didn't have, I didn't have the purpose figured out. I didn't know what I was doing. And I joined apex. I met Mike, I met, 
a group of you guys. And then I started reading books every day now. And it's amazing what could happen in 12 months. It is. It is. Absolutely. Well, Bill, I will, I really want to appreciate you coming on today. Any last pieces of advice for our audience? I know we've hammered home the purpose and the mission and the why yeah. and all that stuff, but anything else that you'd like to leave with the audience before we leave? Um, I mean, always keep learning. Never, never stop learning. You know, you, you never know, you'll never know everything. Nobody knows everything. Just keep learning, keep engaging, keep meeting new people, contacts, you know, join groups like Apex, win rates, champion circle, things like that. Those are the things that have really accelerated my growth. Um, and you know, not everyone's on board with that. Not everyone's on board with paying money to hang out with people, but it's more than that. Um, because I, I got my investment back like a hundred times what, what it costs to get in. So I would say, you know, if anyone has any questions with that, feel free to reach out to me. I'll give them my opinion and point of view and whether you sign up with us or whatever, you don't have to deal with us at all. If you have other people you're interested in getting coached with coached by other groups you want to be a part of, Hey, I'm all for it. As long as you're willing to put in the work for your own self-development, self-growth, I'm not salty if you decide to go with us or not, but get involved with something, even if a local group, um, you know, just continue to keep learning, keep pushing and never give up. Nah, that, <laughs> great, great way to end it here, Bill. Um, really appreciate you coming on. If you can tell people where they can find you, social links, things like that, we'll put that in the show notes, but uh, let people know where to find you. Yep. So I made it super easy, especially for podcasts, because I had a thousand ways to get a hold of me. So I made it real easy. Go to Linktree slash Bill Baker. I have all my personal links up there, coaching links. Every company link is up there. Everything I have going on is right there. Perfect. Well, you made it super easy. We'll have that in the show notes. Bill, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. And I want to thank you again to the audience for tuning in to today's podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Leaving a five-star review goes a long way. And thank you again to Half Coast Studios. If you're here in St. Louis and looking to start your podcast, then you seriously need to come check out what they have going on here. And we'll see you all next week. Remember, entrepreneurs aren't born, they are brewed. I'm an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, so I'm born to prove. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. 